Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Mahila Collective, where we explore changing times and evolving selves as Ziddi feminist types. I'm your host Parina. In this episode, we're talking about toxic masculinity, from glorifying stoicism and dominance to looking down on any form of emotional expression. patriarchy and its expectation of what a quote unquote man is supposed to do and look like ends up harming everyone whether it's cishet men and women or queer people and this is a very special episode we have our super amazing friends ayush and sankal joining us so we will be discussing how toxic manu- ma- toxic masculinity manifests in their lives and their lived experiences around it so excited to have you guys welcome to the mahila collective i'm going to now let you guys introduce yourselves and express how happy you are to be on this show thank you parina uh, i am ayush and uh, first of all thank you for calling me super amazing friend you know that means a lot but uh, apart from that uh, i think you know it's great to be here and above all speaking on a topic that is very close to me so yeah so hi guys i am sankal and this was a loaded question how happy am i to be here i am very 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 happy to be here let's let's see how happy uh, all of you are for me to be here that we will find out okay yes okay and also this is the first episode without the other two mahilas and i'm missing you guys a lot so we basically felt that toxic masculinity is a topic that although it impacts women as well we really didn't want to take up space for this topic and we wanted to use this episode to amplify the men's perspective So yeah, here we are. Um, so to set some context, I think let's first unpack this idea of toxic masculinity and how masculinity, in fact, is dated now in terms of sexuality and gender. So according to you guys, what is toxic masculinity? Uh, so for me, and I'm going to be talking personally here. Uh, I feel toxic masculinity is a you know is the dated syllabus of how to be a man one o one. you know for for me toxic masculinity is basic toxic masculinity is basically a list of all those traits preferences you know qualities that the society expects a man to have and that just leads on to you know create a negative behavior and impact in the society uh for me toxic masculinity or as i like to call it masculinity um is uh it's a box it's a box in which the like you're not out of it none of us are out of it some people have one foot inside of it some people are completely inside of it some people push other people inside of it so it's that and so the idea of masculinity or femininity are based on say the gender roles as they have evolved through our social structure it only becomes toxic when it is forced down somebody's throat so any form of gender identity uh, and especially because this happens to uh, men uh in a very very abrasive form of way so it it is very commonly toxic more often than not uh also like i i didn't want to go for a reference right off the bat but like uh you know when sankal said forcing down something you know uh, forcing it down someone's throat so i was feeling that you know there was this uh advertisement that that resurfaced very recently that had sanjay dat you know uh, and yeah and if uh, toxic masculinity was a list of traits it was ticking each and everything on that list you know whether it be like aajkal ke ladke parlor ja rahe hain tick aajkal ke ladke ghar pe baith ke khana bana rahe hain tick you know and that is what you know dupe he said uh, it that he need to bring madan gari ke ladke sissy drinks pe rahe oh my god that was such 
a weird act and it was not sarcastic i mean that was the funny part they he actually meant all of those things and it was done in all seriousness and it wasn't cancelled it was just also, absolutely shocking he wasn't happy about it he, 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 was he wasn't mad happy about it but like did you see his hairstyle when he was young why is he what okay it was an ad for some liquor company and i i mean somebody must have actually written those lines and somebody must have approved it and sanjay that actually sat down and said all of it, it was quite insane it's a good strategy na you hear these lines that you need liquor so then you'll go and buy liquor <laughs> good strategy to sell their product yeah we need mardangiri back and if no one you know no one can see me but it was in air quotes so like yeah yeah i mean we've okay. seen this around us i think uh, so much and you guys especially might have lived through quite a lot of this right so do you remember like what was this earliest experience of being called out for not confirming to this idea of again in quotes man that you now look back and you realize that that was probably toxic masculinity yeah i i i i i gonna you know just like not a lot not not a lot of times just like for my entire life uh everywhere i go uh so well um apparently there's a way to walk like a man and there's a way that uh, that women walk i i found that out from my own family when i was 2 years or 3 years old when i was kept uh, uh when it was pointed out to me that i walk like a woman i don't know how a 3 year old kid walks like a woman i i i i mean i'm on the cusp of adulthood but i still cannot figure that shit out um other than that uh had some very uh very nice experiences cuz uh, expressing my sexuality out at bavana where our colleges uh, so wearing wearing necklaces and earrings when you're walking down bavana road is also a very good way to gain insight into toxic masculinity i think cuz uh, you can just walk and see the people don't need to say much they can just look at you with uh, very very interesting expressions on their face uh, your professors and even even if i dare say uh, kids who study and then later on claim to be very uh, non heteronormative uh, later on they all it 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 freaked all of them out i had fun uh, doing that i mean the the freaking out part actually kind of made my, i mean i i just had a lot of fun freaking people out but it wasn't like that since the beginning uh when this ki- this kind of thing happened in school uh i mean i was called lugai uh for a good part of my life uh, uh and uh, there were other slurs meetha and what not for for no I, at that time i did not even know about my sexuality and i'm sure the other morons had that, that do not did not even know that there are different there's a spectrum of sexuality that exists but it was just that oh here's this guy he he's surrounded with women he's not dating any of them what the hell is wrong with him oh here is this guy he has a particular way to talk uh, he has he has particular ways that he can je- uh, use gestures and raise questions or or put forward his views okay must 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 not be straight must not must be so to fit a man into that woman's role what is the obvious answer i mean i kind of played into the cliche later on uh, but uh, <laughs> at that time i did not know that so that but i mean when you were and talking actually it was the adults who were doing it but imagine like where do school kids even get these ideas that you know this is what a man is supposed to do and look like i think the more problematic part was that okay i mean school kids probably learned it from their parents but the college kids didn't unlearn it is where i think the problem lies yes no see 
वेरी ऑनेस्टली आई थिंक द वर्ड छक्का ठीक है आई कॉन्ट काउंट द नंबर ऑफ टाइम्स आई होर इट इन माई लाइफ एंड यू नो राइट नाउ टू बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट राइट नाउ आई डोंट है प्रॉब्लम विद इट यू नो आई एम्ब्रेस आई एम फाइन विद इट ठीक है बट बैक इन आई गेस इलेवेंथ एंड ट्वेल्थ यू नो इवन इलेवेंट इज लाइक फोर इयर्स फाइव इयर्स अगो सो बैक इन इलेवेंथ एंड ट्वेल्थ यू नो चल बे छक्के ये क्या कर रहे छक्के दूर रहे छक्के यू नो दीज वर दिंग्स दैट वॉज स्पोकन इन एवरी डे लैंग्वेज टू मी एंड आई वॉज मेक टू बिलीव दैट आई एम समहाउ सपोज टू फील अफेंडेड बाई इट यू नो एंड आई थिंक दीज बोथ आर प्रॉब्लम्स इन डिफरेंट सेंसेज यू नो दीज बोथ आर ह्यूज प्रॉब्लम्स सो लाइक आई डोंट नो आई आई कैन स्टिल सी सो मेनी पीपल अराउंड मी इवन माई फ्रेंड्स यू नो कॉलिंग समन छक्का नॉट मी बिकॉज यू नो आई काइंड ऑफ नाउ हैव अ डिफेंस मेकेनिज्म against it to be very honest you know you develop a defense mechanism as you go along the way and i think sankalp also might have you know so uh but i've seen them call you know random people walking on the road a certain way a chakka you know and i just feel ki what is going on and where the society is heading i think i think it's that the, the box that i was talking about it's that uh you you do not want to see anomalies okay you have just so much so much going on in your own lives that as soon as you see something different something that doesn't fit into your own perspective of the world something that you would then later on have to think about work do some work put some effort into understanding it's just easier to dismiss it through a joke it's it's much easier it's it it's just laziness um uh, uh calling i at least calling people walking on the road chakka is just laziness if you think about it you will not do it but you just don't want to think about it where does the empathy go i mean if people really not thinking about it you know even even we've come a long way matlab to be very honest we have come not a long way but we have come some way so like you know forward. yeah so like we are talking about it right now you know that is something back then like in school at least no one used to talk about this this wasn't even common knowledge you know for them calling someone chakka was the ultimate abuse now no, that in my school it was it was meetha my school oh no mine was chakka mine was chakka i i heard the word meetha when i came to college oh, no, i was hearing meetha from ninth class uh, what diversity <laughs> <laughs> okay so i know i mean there is so much harmful about this and how it like affects people but what according to you what specific ideas are particularly harmful about toxic masculinity uh so again ma- masculinity only becomes toxic when it's being forced down somebody it is perf- if it is perfectly okay for me to be the way i am it is also perfectly i at least i believe that it is also perfectly okay for a person to say have those ultra testosterone filled uh, masculine uh, characteristics however i don't know how but with that with with you know uh, the oncoming of uh, uh, your overly ma- all the traits that come with it your uh, uh, your sense your over sense of protection every it's more like a dog you see a fight you want to go there you 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 see something happening you want to go there you want to you want to yell at top of your voice you all of these traits it's fine unless and until it's pushed down onto my down to my throat i don't want to do that all you need to understand all these guys or girls for that matter because these gender roles are not uh, Uh, exclusive to any particular uh, gender or sexuality so all these people need to understand is that they they can in understand that not harming anybody else they can be whoever they are and my existence or my not can subscribing to their form of existence will not harm their little box uh, that they have chosen to reside in and 
to go for a very small example you know building on to what uncle said you know uh, it's a very general notion and i don't know why this exists but boys are supposed to like sports you know and uh, i might have been like 5 to 6 years old yeah and uh, i had a lot of friends and all of them were girls so i used to play pakram pakrai chupan chupai ice and water i used to love those games you know but one day i had this one person come up to me and say ki tumhe ladkon ke sath cricket ya football khelna chahiye tumhe ladkiyon ke sath ice and water nahi khelna chahiye and i'm like is this a thing you know is this something that exists you know is this something that people think about because you know, this is exactly what is you know forcing those gender normative things you know down someone's throat you know this is exactly but, an example of that and i am 5 to 6 years I, old but when did aisha water become feminine what what is i i i, 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 I was it involves touching people without consent that has men written all over it <laughs> so i don't know and to be very honest it is it was an introduction to me to you know something you know to that boys like sports or boys are supposed to play sports and i played cricket and football for like uh, i don't know nine or so years after that and i was really terrible at it and i didn't like it even one bit but still i had to i kept on doing that so this you know, is, these kind of things happen to you on a daily basis i guess this is very interesting because the idea of playing sports especially uh, because i used to has always been an overachiever so he would he was already good at studies so he had to play sports to relax and unwind so while it was a way of unwinding here's this kid because of toxic masculinity he even at the activities that he would have used to unwind or relax or have fun he had to go on pretending and had to put in more work and this is this is what makes me sad about all of this and he, there was no need for him to do any of it it was so unnecessary could have played ice and water with other chicks i loved ice and water i know right but you know it does go both ways right i mean obviously the only part wrong here is shoving it down someone's throat and people should be allowed to do what they want i mean but even for girls if they do want to play sports it's often hard and not encouraged you will get dark and like if you go and play in the sun or it's a boys thing or if a girl just wants to play football with the boys in her society i'm pretty sure she would be very discouraged so i mean these ideas really go both ways and that is what is really problematic definitely it's again about the gender roles yeah so i think for me something that i found find particularly like the most harmful about uh, this idea of masculinity is that boys can't do household chores boys can't cook it's and it, this is something i think our generation is really starting to unlearn but i mean seeing it at home since like a very young age when people in probably my father's generation were never encouraged and in fact probably discouraged to even help out i think this is where most of the problems began to start i mean even boys were probably interested in cooking probably liked it but discouraged from doing it and now we've ended up with homes where women have to juggle their jobs and have to juggle their household chores and do all of it because men just don't know how to do it and they were never encouraged to do it cooking is a life skill not a gender skill exactly you know, it's, and it's not but i was not restricted to one kid me but i was watching a, a daily soap the other day I mean, my parents were watching it, and I was just sitting there. Sure. And the grandmom still, still said that you know the the guy, the main protagonist, whenever he used to go in the kitchen, he was uh, she used to come and yell at him that he let you only come and get out, get out. You're supposed not supposed to be here. And now that he was just making some juice or something for his wife because she was sick, she was feeling worried that I have never taught you anything from childhood, and how you have become a fool. And I was just sitting there. I mean. I thought we were moving forward, but are we really? I 
you know i, I because of the lockdown i got to uh, observe my mother take my mother's a teacher so i got to observe her taking classes so uh, she's, she teaches kids very small kids kindergarten so um i saw this one change that i'll point out that they used to give these teachers used to give homeworks to their children ki uh, okay if you're learning for example about some new uh, food they'd be like okay tell your uh, usually it went like tell your mother ki ghar pe aaj ye khana banaye aise kare ya whatever so one day i i pointed out pointed this out to her ki uh, why why not inculcate diverse gender roles right from the beginning and why why tell the mother why can't you tell the father also and then she pointed out to me that they used to do that and then some parents objected and then they had to stop doing that that's the answer to your out. question parina so basically yeah. we're not moving forward some of we us are walking are. we are walking very very slow and i think this translates to a lot of thing right i mean like just from a woman's perspective where this farms i think uh this idea that men have to earn more also sort of stems from these household gender roles and i think that is really not fair to men to expect them to take care of all of the finances to manage that burden and it does lead to a lot of mental health issues and all of that very honestly so in recent times i've seen marriages up close and since i've seen marriages up close i see this that it is an issue when a you know the bride earns more than the groom and when that happens it is talked about in the family or the society and i i agree with you but i also i would also want to point one more thing out i do personally think that men should uh, at least at at a very initial uh, uh, level of their career i i believe that if a, if two people if for example i have been studying with uh, you and you were a woman uh, and i i would be earning more than you very very naturally and not and not because there is a pay, that pay gap kind of comes later on that pay gap kind of builds but uh, for this one reason that i have had more opportunity to work on my career uh, like uh, i have had more more opportunity to concentrate i i i wanted to bring this in somehow i think this was a good segue uh, so there are these gender roles i tell you how they affect us uh, there are, there is reservation for women you will see that every every guy is very pissed off about it and i've had discussions about it with a lot of people that while i had two jobs i would i had to go to school i can relax come back relax and then study again then if a girl, if i was a daughter i might have to make chai for the guests and that would cut into either my study time or my relaxation time something that that uh, that i did not have to face because i was a guy so all of these gender roles kind of already set up a guy uh, for a more successful uh, life then then a woman so i personally would just like for in a very different tone but would like be really happy when when a woman is earning more and i would talk about it i would be very happy I, i would be boasting about it very honestly i would I be very it. happy about it yeah i mean not definitely not arguing with the fact that i mean i could give a monologue on diversity hiring right now but i mean i recently heard this uh, incident from a friend that somebody was looking for this arranged marriage thing for their daughter and the rishta was almost fixed fixed and then the daughter got a promotion so now she's earning more than a guy so now they're thinking what to do <laughs> should they break they it off should they look for something else? no it's not final na so so now they're asking around people what should we do should we not go ahead <laughs> maybe she just wanted to show off i don't know but it's a thing <laughs> i hope it's to show off i really yeah. hope it's to show off now that she's earning more i think she can give better dowry also so uh you know as i said earlier about the crippling self doubt you know that 
the financial pressure does send a man into you know very honestly uh, uh the certain amount of strength that is associated with being a man whether it be mental or physical you know there is this strength that always comes when you imagine a man you know to you and i personally find that very problematic and when i'm talking about mental strength you know i'm simply saying how men are just casually supposed to brave through any obstacles you know without displaying even a semblance of emotional vulnerability you know they mm-hmm. they, they they can do anything but if they cry all hell is going to break loose you know this is what the society believes at the moment and uh what i've seen is people taking it more seriously when men cry if a woman is crying or if a man is crying if a man cries it's something you take that shit seriously you think that he's really hurt if if a woman cries you you do that you shrug your shoulders and girls will be girls aha something like that so yeah i mean but yes of course all of this stems from the fact that we are somewhere down the line our subconscious is fed with the fact that men should not cry and that alone takes a giant toll on mental men's mental health there is it it builds it builds a very weird ecosystem for men you know uh, you're not you're not you don't know how to cry even 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 if you want to cry and if you even if you think it's okay to cry you you can learn and unlearn blah 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 and you reach to a point that you want to cry but you can't you simply can't and you and you know crying is just one example all forms of emotional expression kind of become very uh, very subservient to your to the idea of uh, masculinity that you are projecting out to the world and then that box becomes a prison yeah, to this is. date very honestly to this date it's very difficult for me to cry or be very vulnerable in front of a person because you know i have grown up and i'm not saying that this is wrong but very honestly i have grown up watching my parents you know they have been the biggest influence on me so when i see my father you know i see this very uh, you know strong person mentally strong person who is braving through anything in his life and as i have seen him i have gotten to know that somehow that is what i'm supposed to do i don't know what goes on behind the scenes how he is when he's not talking to me or how he is not when he's not in front of me but somehow i am made to believe that i am suppo- I, i look up to him and somehow i'm supposed to be like him where i'm not supposed to be you know talking about my feelings a lot or i'm not supposed to cry in front of people a lot and that is what has happened to me i i, I haven't cried ever in front of my friends very honestly and this is not something i'm going to brag about but i haven't i cannot second that thought i have cried in front of most of my <laughs> so and but i think i have uh, cried like a bitch baby in front of everybody that i know Once I think what you said Santal about you know taking it more seriously when men cry and you do realize that it is and just like you said Aish, I think even I have never seen my father you know be vulnerable and he's supposed to be this you know pillar of strength to the whole family and everything and when I did see him cry especially during this disastrous second wave and I mean I knew that this is something that is extremely wrong and something really like what he's going through is actually like that bad because otherwise we don't allow them to yeah it's it's not like men don't feel stuff they they feel they feel a lot of stuff they it, like they have no you know i used to think i don't know if it's true or not i i i always used to think that diplomacy is an art that has been evolved by women across ages because you know they are they they uh, and be, because diplo- because women had no other outlet men fight and punch each other and everything else but because except for punching each other they do not have any other outlet for uh, 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 expressing their emotions they 
it then then it just ends up in a very bitter sour punchy okay oh tune ye kaise bol diya oh oh my god oh my god let's let's hit the guy with a beer bottle let's let's just yell shit at people in the middle of the road all of that just comes out of the fact that we cannot express our emotions in a in a decent civilized manner this is what all fights in schools have been you know this is this started at such a young age that you know tujhe to main bhar dekha chala and this is what those fights were you know i have seen so many fights on so many petty issues in schools where you know guys are punching each other guys are calling aaja aaja ladai ho rahi hai chal back le aa back le aa these kind of things and you know and people used to gladly join in because i think it was some display of strength you know and they just joined in and there was a collective fight and i remember this huge fight happening right in the middle of our ground after dispersal and it, it was a very petty issue it was like you know somehow i guess you know the someone just abused another guy and they called their backs and they then they're fighting and i was standing and watching and i got punched i don't know why i got punched in that fight <laughs> and i think this is what happens you know to be very honestly this violence at the school level goes on to men just kind of being okay with uh, showing emotions in the form of violence in the future too what is left for you that is the only acceptable form of expression of emotion for men is punching each other so that's what we do and we do it well and we do it for other men another men come get right we do it for them also hitting other people as well i mean do you remember this ad that came out where it was showing a whole life story of a kid when he was always supposed to say you know boys don't cry men don't cry yes. and, and ended up and they ended up showing how he was hitting his wife and all of that so it has to i mean there has to be an outlet and it does end up messing with your head okay. and this is and the violence is that this is this is the worst uh, effect of toxic masculinity the the inborn aggression yeah i mean let's talk more about how uh, toxic masculinity you know affects relationships because i mean just like i mentioned this domestic violence thing i think it's considered i mean not too long ago it was considered the sign of a quote unquote man where you know if you didn't hit your woman you were not man enough and i mean i was just reading a book about 1950s and this was what a woman said to another woman that it's okay this is why your man is a man and i mean i don't think we like way past that and no. i mean even in other ways when like dating relationships how do you think this affects so uh, i i i won't talk about a heterosexual relationship but i tell you how it affects uh, gay relationships um so toxic masculinity as surprise it's not surprising actually but it affects it's it's one of the one underlying thing that's always there in a homosexual relationship in a gay relationship because so the and like So one thing we need to understand: toxicity has nothing to do with sexuality. Nothing. I have seen very alpha, as much testosterone-filled men as you can imagine, uh, being uh, being gay uh, and just owning both sides of their uh, identities. So when you when you're dating another guy, there are there's this app called Grinder. Uh, it's it's a gay dating site. So there are you know you have to write bios. So in that bio, I I'll just I can open it right now and show you that if like there are ten bios there, six or five of them would be saying no, uh, no sissy uh, men or something, something of that sort on their bio. Like sissy men stay away, something like that. So it is always there, even even when you are um, accepting of sexuality, you do not you do not want it to be right in your face, and that carries on. You know, it's one thing that at least the other side there is a woman who would. Um, i'm guessing not show as much traits of toxic masculinity as uh, as said to uh, to men in in the same relationship would 
it then what does what does that become it, it, it there are there are they, both of them expect gender roles and both of them cannot have gender roles in reality as well and there is no way nobody has taught us how to navigate through that so then this becomes an institutional problem in all, in a lot of uh, gay relationships that i see i mean would you say that is like probably a form of internalized what do you call it just like we have internalized misogyny where sort of women are against each other in a way what would you call this i guess it's internalized toxic masculinity in a sense where everybody is grown up with these ideas and they just don't know any other way to see a man yeah no because there are people uh, who just treat for example people who bottom uh, they then all of the expectations that you expect from say uh, that man would expect from a woman we start expecting the same from the uh, from the guy who bottoms uh, these this is this is very internalized yes but it is also the way, it is also the only way that they know how to view the world by this because they have somehow they have crossed the idea of sexuality one one bridge that they have crossed and they what they have crossed it's just the way that they are uh, so uh, it's not a choice but uh, here is this very closely related concept but it has been so deeply ingrained that even when you see this one part of the one part of the picture you can still you can still unable to see the other part that is how deeply ingrained it is you and then you wanting that even in non non heteronormative relationships that is what conditioning is yeah patriarchy doesn't leave anybody alone i guess just like i think gender roles just seep into everywhere you know whether it be the same gender relationships too i think that is what that is yeah uh for straight relationships and uh you know i have been in some uh, so uh you know i i think i don't know about the straight well I, i'm not going to be talking about the straight relationships but i would just say from where it starts and it starts at the way you look at the other gender you know and uh in the culture that we are in right now you the men are viewed to have sexual dominance you know and that is a toxic masculinity trait but men are viewed to have sexual dominance and that sexual dominance just alters the gaze at which a lady is looked at or a woman is looked at you know uh so for example if i might be uh walking on the road with some of my friends and i see some girl passing by you know the first thing that is going to be noticed you know on that girl is going to be either the boobs or the butt so not too long ago now this boys locker room thing happened right and i read it so while reading it the one thing that i found the most disturbing was every guy in his life would have at one point of time engaged in such a conversation or would have had such a conversation happen around him you know and i've had and i didn't have the you know i didn't have the i don't know what to call it uh, i didn't call it out you know at that point of time when something of this sort happened i didn't call it out at the risk of being the odd one out or at the risk of you know being called someone who is a ladke aisi baat karte hain you know and now i have the confidence to maybe call it out but i think right from where a relationship with a woman starts that is where the problem starts i so, think what you said what was expected like you couldn't call it out because they would judge and i think men don't behave a certain way even if they want to because they would be judged they don't get that as vulnerable as they probably want to be because they'll be called a simp or all of those insults that we have and i mean just this idea this pressure of being you know the more uh, into sex one or i think these expectations from men are just like signs of toxic masculinity and we probably all have them i mean even women have internalized these and have them about their partners yeah that is all what is the bad boys versus nice man nice man debate very honestly now i have seen so many 
you know videos on uh, net which are saying that you know uh, women actually saying that we like bad boys and you know and that is what the whole debate is about you know that is what no, they're talking I, about yeah i mean if you you genuinely that way that you do not want to express that is fine but if you're not expressing because you will be judged a certain way or because your guy friends would make fun of you then it's i mean i think absolutely yes wrong. you you can be masculine it's just that you have to be open to alternate forms of identity and expression if you're not open to that then you're toxic as well as masculine and i think but i think many a times it is not very apparent if those gender roles are being shoved down your throat you know many a times people don't come to you and say that you're going to be with this way many a times you just when you see the society around you behave a certain way you can con- try to conform to that you know at the risk of again being the odd one out and i think that is also toxic no, masculinity right this is what the society is and this is how the society is supposed to behave and you shouldn't go out of it yeah I for you to fit into is, it you have to follow the norm yeah, yeah that, exactly. that that is that is true that is true which is why you know why i said this point that alternate forms of identity and expression it's like a caution or a disclaimer word that should be there while you're you know expressing your identity when i am expressing my identity i'm always saying it's fine for you to be straight i i don't i am not straight phobic i should be given how straight people are but uh, i'm not thank you so just i think one uh, another thing that i have a really big problem is this and i think that is a sign of masculinity is this idea of a bro code that men have and how can we like not talk about bani swinson at all talking about we <laughs> i swear to god what is this bro code who what is this bro code it is it is such a whore this bro code is such a whore it changes it changes with every man it changes not even it, there is no consistency on the, in this code first of all i have tried a lot of times just to fit in and know what the bro code is about but ah, i haven't been able to understand it even a bit i i tried if there was just a little bit of consistency it even if, if it made 5% logic i swear to god i wanted to fit in so bad i would have used this bro code and not just bro code i think everything about barney's persona was problematic right just this idea of him or a sexual conquest and sleeping around and that was probably the idea of what a man should be doing and what they propagated i think was like really wrong So I mean now that we've already come here and with you guys here we have to talk about pop culture. So uh I mean movies Bollywood movies have shown a lot. I mean whether they were there were these aggressive roles of Amitabh Bachchan to the probably romantic and like family oriented heroes that Shahrukh Khan showed they were they all had their issues with how masculinity was portrayed. So do you remember any particularly problematic movies? or the ones any ones you remember that for a change actually showed it in a positive light parina before we move on to the particulars of it you know very honestly i think you know this has been propagated by the industry on a whole like there might be exceptions but this is this has been propagated by the industry on a whole in, on a level that you know when you think of a hero in a bollywood movie you know, there's a certain visual or a image that is projected in your mind a physical image i'm talking about you know the muscular six pack abs and you know and that is maybe to impress the audiences but that does create a very unrealistic expectation and a, a very unrealistic pressure on men to be that certain way so i think and i that is also not only bollywood that is any kind of media that we are seeing nowadays in front of us so i have felt that pressure personally to you know to look a certain way to be a certain way to have a certain preferences because that's what a hero to me looks like on the screen so 
I think these set of unrealistic expectations are in itself a perfect example of toxic masculinity. I mean, to add to this, I have, I am yet to, I am yet waiting for at least one Bollywood production, or maybe at least I have not seen any. There may or may not have been uh, that would appropriately show gender roles in any way possible. I mean, Bollywood has propagated toxic masculinity to another level. I mean, I mean, when Bollywood, you know, does. challenge gender roles there the movie is about challenging gender roles or if the movie is about ki oh see we are not toxic masculine that is that the whole movie is about that it's either preachy or it is either normalized i think the toxic masculinity if it has been normalized it has been normalized because of bollywood but to be very honestly said, that goes on to be very honest that goes on because you know under the rules of we are just showing the reality but but i want to i want to point out this one more thing uh, so there is at least bollywood doesn't pretend to be uh, very they, they've not yet especially have a gender non conforming or gen- a gender fluid role or at least except for a uh, male or a female they've not had uh, any non binary uh, roles but for 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 institutions like uh, let's say there's this there is the show big bang theory i'm sure all of you must have watched it so they have constantly acknowledged there's this character raj so they've constantly acknowledged his metrosexuality they have they have they have acknowledged the fact that he is he does not conform to the idea of uh, men as we see them uh, and yet they make jokes at his expenses i i mean this one at the i call these guys fools but the, the other ones they are capitalists to another level agreed 100% agreed this, this is, is just like Yeah, you know, this is earning out of you know this is making money and you know kind of making punchlines out of someone's preferences. Very honestly, I mean, so, yeah, like Big Bang Theory was problematic in so many ways. If you start listing them down, yeah, uh, yeah, true. I think now I am going to talk about a specific movie that for me, you know, kind of showed toxic masculinity in a very different way. And again, that was Etras. You know, yeah. now Etras. When I watched that movie. so that movie that movie was also problematic in some other ways where it showed priyanka chopra to be so wicked so wicked you know just like a wicked witch you know, she is she was like a wicked witch of the west but like uh you yeah, know she looked good doing it <laughs> amazing but uh you know there was this the second half you know where the courtroom drama was going on the whole courtroom was about how akshay kumar would have liked what was being done to him Okay, or would have been would have taken part in all of, of that, and yes. you know that is something that does you know that is a prime example of what a society thinks about males. That is what toxic masculinity is for me. So you know that was one movie that actually showed this to me, and at the same time, it kind of made me realize too that these kind of views are bogus when actually something that traumatic has happened to this person. and this person is not able to speak out because the society is telling him that he might have enjoyed it i think sexual assault in men i mean first this idea that men would have enjoyed it and probably then people not even believing that something would have happened and i mean imagine going through that and then having to go through all the, that gaslighting i mean a friend was telling me about an incident that happened to him recently uh, where he was sort of sexually harassed on the road and he started sort of attacking his attacker and there was a crowd that pulled up because of that and then the crowd started attacking him because they thought he was the aggressor even though he was just defending himself from the sexual assault and he said i couldn't even tell them and i mean they wouldn't even have believed me and i mean people started punching him so he just fled from there i mean imagine the trauma of going through something and then having to go through that and 
think we really messed up as, as a society if we're not like letting men even honestly talking about this has sent it, me into the spiral of introspection right now and it's too much <laughs> so i think so you know the one movie that comes to everyone's mind when we talk about toxic masculinity is kabir singh obviously uh but you know there was this one show with bojack horseman where bojack was also a very toxic man you know he he fit in every criteria of a toxic toxic masculine uh, personality but the one thing that made me you know feel better about the show and take something good from the show was the consequences that he had to face because of it you know by the time i came to the end he was always made to you know account for the fact you know account for the way he was and you know in, even if kabir singh if i you know if i if i had gotten to see that accountability you know i still would have made to feel better in some sense because he was getting away with anything and everything while in bojack horseman i at least felt ki there are consequences to being a certain way i think yeah that's a good point because so, i mean just like you said that bollywood whatever movie cinema do depict what society is so you can show toxic men but also show that like you said they face their consequences at least acknowledge the fact that it's a bad thing and don't let them just get away with it get the girl in the end get the job get everything and you know get away with it like another like see there was one very good representation of toxic masculinity and that was in gangs of vasudev there was there was this scene when manoj vajpayee is in a brothel and uh, uh, this uh, he gets caught and he he like he starts blaming it all on the who is like ye kehte hai ki ye nagma hai aur ye aise hai and that was you know why it connected with me because when i go to bihar i see it sounds very stupid but these are excuses that men have used and then men have gotten away with it also because what can women do i mean women can do everything and because but like is it like when we talk about these situations what can they do and then he decides to you know cheat and then uh, uh, he goes with durga and then durga kind of screws this entire family over and then just it's like everybody else is dead and durga is the only one who's alive but at the end of the movie at that that you were talking about accountability that is some accountability that i really enjoyed watching i mean you should again yeah i mean i think that's pretty cool and if you like showing toxic masculinity acknowledge that you're showing it and acknowledge that it's like a wrong thing i think that is important and and do you guys remember udan so i think this is a lot more subtler but like i said earlier about like money and careers and i think men do have a lot of pressure so i mean the main character his father did not allow him to pursue writing something that was a feminine quote unquote career and he just wanted him to do engineering which is a man's what a man's career and the justification he gave was that i mean i never did it when my father uh, you know told me what to do so i followed whatever he said and this is like exactly what is wrong right we just passing this on to our sons and not reflecting maybe i think ayush you said that you learn certain things from your father and you do yeah, it's part of our it's it's part of our inheritance we are also making it a part of our legacy well said sankal Now, now, now. Very honestly, this is something that I want to say you know, before we move forward. So, now, I have heard past episodes. So, you know, there was something you know, you, uh, you guys have talked about uh, seeing, you know, especially in the rom-com episode, seeing women through a female lens, you know, and how that is ideal. Now, you know, in shows that are from a female lens, often men are portrayed to be perfect. You know, men are portrayed to be this. Uh, amazing person sculpted body 
best looking person and they they are given the emotional depth of an ant you know very honestly their character has never been explored so you know, now those kind of problems do exist in shows like maybe grace anatomy too you know and i kind of feel that a refresher maybe might be since this is one show that i watched very recently it was never have ever season 2 so when i watched that show there was a uh, one episode on paxton so now this is this guy who hasn't you know who who's been shown as the typical playboy for school the jock of the school and you know he's been portrayed as that throughout the show something that i had an objection with but when i watched that episode he had one episode dedicated to him and when i watched that episode i felt so nice because i actually saw what all does that character go through and i think that is something that needs to happen in shows that are about female leads too because their male characters are showed to have zero depth you know they're they're showed to and that is one quality that is being liked by that female protagonist hmm. so yeah i mean showing them like they showed his vulnerabilities insecurities and then he was not just this uh, like romantic attraction for the main lead and that was like a really good point and we i think very rarely get to see that even in like any romcoms i think the yeah. role of the guy is just to sort of be the eye candy the whatever superhuman thing that you fall in love with and that we is have, exactly we have idealized the entire frat boy culture uh, so much so much through our mainstream media and what is it it is it is it is everything that is wrong with the world it is it is it it, it embodies toxic masculinity watch american pie watch watch movies like wolf of the wall street that are that are celebrated these are these are movies that are celebrated but they also have a responsibility to talk about you know the consequences the, and the, the fact is that yes such realities exist but they all they do not exist in isolation they exist with the consequences i think we can now probably as we near to the end of the episode i really want to ask you guys uh, how has your relationship with masculinity evolved like as we always call it what have been your unlearnings and learnings regarding this and was there any or maybe it was there any trade that you now find as a toxic masculine trade that you've unlearned so uh, as i said we all it's a box and i said this at the beginning only that we none of us are out of it we may have one foot inside of it or some of us are inside of it completely but there there is some part of us that is always there because to unlearn what we have we've learned gender role through uh, through these lenses only uh, my foundations are not are these only so for me to be able to divorce myself completely from that i don't i'm not even sure if it's if that's possible but what i can do is that i can accept this fact and continuously try and work on it maybe i i'll i'll end up hurting five i was supposed to hurt 100 people i I'll, i'll hurt 95 people only and even if the other 95 that i hurt they they make me understand i i i they make they show me how i'm hurting them i reduce the number to 90 and i'll apologize to the all 95 of them that is the best i can do and i the another thing i can do is the legacy thing i will at least teach my own kids that you can accept alternate ways of expression and identity and hope that it doesn't ruin their generation as well for me i think it's a you know it's a long journey and it's a long way to go and for me right now the one thing that i have learned i would say is that no one tells me who i am very honestly no one can tell me who i am i can like taylor swift i can like listening to taylor swift i can like cosmos i can like the color pink i can like uh, romcoms i can like anything and i kind of 
told everyone that these were my guilty pleasures but the one thing that i've learned is that i have nothing to be guilty about these you go so, there <laughs> so you know, very honestly no one tells me who i am no one tells me which box do i need to fit in and yeah that's it wow that was really amazing and inspiring ayush and <laughs> I think personally for me I am also like constantly trying to unlearn the ideas of what a man is supposed to do and look like and I've definitely learned so much in this episode as well so thank you so much guys for coming in this was a lot of fun also uh, I think I love how this topic can actually unite men and feminists and help them realize that they have this common enemy which is patriarchy right because toxic masculinity actually harms like I said in the beginning also people across the gender and spe- sexuality spectrum So with this I think we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you for joining in. You can connect to us and drop in your feedback on Instagram at the Myla Collective. And see you in the next episode of the Myla Collective.